0: What is going on, Crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into the show, I want to welcome you here. It's a podcast all about Minecraft updates. Whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game, actually been announced by the great team at Mojang, or these are updates that we're just making up on our own as part of the community just for fun... If either of those things are interesting to you at all, you're in the right place. If you like to talk about the latest news of Minecraft updates, or you just like to speculate on the future of Minecraft updates, uh, this is the place to do that. I am so excited, guys, to start a new week of these episodes, Um, and I will tell you why I'm really, really excited in just a few minutes. But first, before we get into all of that, let's start off with the usual, the regular, the favorite segment, <laughs> I think, at least, I think this is some people's favorite segment, the Q&A segment. Now, if you're a new time listener and you don't know what the Q&A segment is, usually when it comes to podcasts and, and social media and stuff, a and a means that the audience is asking the creator questions. But on this podcast, I flip it around and I, as the creator of the podcast, ask you guys a question. And then over the course of a few days or whatever, you pile in your answers and I read them on this segment. This all happens on Spotify, and I'll tell you how to take part in that in just a little bit. Um, But first, let's just get right into it. So the question that I had asked you guys a few episodes ago was to give me an idea for a new biome in the end. And you guys, you had a lot of ideas. Dragonfish said the end forest it would look just like a normal forest just the leaves are purple and when mined they have a chance of dropping an ender apple this would be between the golden apple and the notch apple well that, that that's an interesting idea a new food source in the end which would be an end game food source that's somewhere between the golden apple and the notch apple in value i like that quinn has an interesting idea uh, a shulker forest where shulkers are around it is a special dark purple and like instoned color leaves, and there is this big enchanted tree with an enchantment room inside of the tree. Uh, that makes me think of the Keebler elves. <laughs> uh, uh, just a little a little magical room inside of a big tree. I like that. Uh, HT says an end mineshaft under the main island, and maybe could have exposed ends where the other islands used to join, but the passages aren't there anymore. A little glimpse into the lore of the end. I like that a lot. Eva says, a place where the end becomes colorful. The sky light blue and there are trees and plants. But like in the nether, they are different than the real ones Um, this reminds me of the uh, warped forests in the end so like even though the warped forests aren't completely safe because you do have uh, endermen around in great quantities they are generally safer than other places in the nether and a little bit more pleasant looking Um, so this could be something like that for the end Beamer says the abyss lands. You are completely blind when in this biome, and the only way to cure it is to drink night vision. It is a series of islands that are separated. You can harvest plants to make blindness. To make blindness. Oh, that's interesting. Um. Okay, so this would be a really, really uh, challenging and nightmarish biome for the end. Very cool. Tiber says the gravity biome. In this biome, your gravity is changing. Barbecue Chip says the stellar expanse. It is made of crystalline structures. Ender stars illuminate the landscape and rare creatures inhabit the area. Players can find unique resources while exploring this cosmic dimension. All right, guys, well, thank you so much for these ideas. And if you want to take part in this segment, if you want your ideas to be read out in the upcoming episode, Go to this episode on Spotify, interact with the q and post there. I put up a Q&A post on every episode and I'll do my best to read out as many of those answers as I can. I don't always get to all of them. It depends on uh, how much time I have to record, but it also depends on sometimes how they are written and if I can read them clearly, um, if they're a very well-developed uh, idea. Sometimes I'm not able to read all of the answers. So give me your best shot and I'll do my best to read as many of them as I can in a future episode. now for the big announcement guys today is january the 8th and if you've been following the podcast for the last few episodes you will know that today is the day that the official discord for this community has finally been opened you should be able to go on the discord for dig straight down right now as we speak I will put the invitation, the link to the Discord in the uh, show notes of this episode. If you're not able to get it, if it doesn't work for some reason, uh, let me know in an email. Send me an email to gmail.com if you're not able to access uh, the Discord from what I'm putting in the show notes. But the Discord is open. And uh, I cannot wait to see you guys there. It's going to be so fun to just chat with you, to uh, see you guys collaborating on ideas for the question of uh, the week or the the one block challenge of the week and all of these things. Um, it'll be fun to see new segments for the podcast that arise from the things that are happening on the Discord. Uh, it'll just be fun to see the community interacting together and growing uh, together together in a very very fun and safe space me and the uh, me and the moderators have been working to make sure that it's going to be fun and safe for everyone so uh hop on over there and i will be checking in regularly um just to see how things are going to interact with you guys i might even do some uh video uploads if i can um just to uh, have some special content for the discord and uh, yeah, just I um, hope to see you guys there. And also don't forget that uh, this week's one block challenge you have until Wednesday to complete this week's one block challenge. And the theme for this challenge is winter. So a block that has something to do with winter. If you need a refresher on the details of the one block challenge, go to uh, the description of this episode and you'll see all the details there. And be sure to get me your idea in by Wednesday. All right guys, with all of that out of the way, let's get into the main discussion of this episode. So guys, I wanted to kind of go over um the 1.20 uh update as far as it has been released and uh just share my honest opinion with you guys about that. Now, I've always been honest with you guys about how I feel about things. Sometimes I am a little too optimistic, sometimes I am a little too positive about some things. Um, And I'm okay with that because I think that there are people out there who are too negative about uh, changes that are coming to Minecraft. And I try to see the bright side of things all the time. Uh, But that doesn't mean that I don't have uh, opinions that are somewhat negative about certain features. Um, So we're going to go over uh, just all the features in general that have been released for uh, 1.21, all of the things that we've seen thus far. And I'm just going to give my honest thoughts about the, the entire... Uh, 1.21 update Um, in my opinion the theme of the update which is has been stated to be uh, tinkering and sort of combat uh, adventuring has been the theme of this update I think that that theme as an idea is really really exciting has it lived up to the theme we're going to talk about that so I feel like the individual features that we have seen from Mojang. When it comes to the one point twenty one update, the the individual features are at least good. There is not a feature that they've introduced thus far that I feel truly um, just one hundred percent negative about. So that being said, there are some there there I do have some um, uh, features that I feel more strongly about, and uh, I feel are better than others. Uh, and so let's start with the copper bulb the copper bulb is one of those features that they've announced for 1.21 that fits into the tinkering side of the update it is an incredible feature Uh, essentially it takes the the, the concept of a T flip flop and makes it one block. Um, instead, uh, which which honestly, when, when I say those words, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm just sort of repeating what I've heard. Um, and I may have gotten it completely wrong, but essentially what it's doing is taking a a redstone mechanic that used to require, um, more space and more blocks to achieve. And it's consolidating it down into one block. It's a very elegant and simple design. And people were very, very excited about it because of a, a specific reason when it was first introduced. Um, and this is going to be one of those things that I have trouble describing what it is because I honestly don't really understand it fully. Anything that happens or anything that changes within a world um, has to take place within a certain number of ticks. I usually, I think they're usually, you know, two ticks. When it comes to redstone, uh, changes in redstone contraptions happen in the space of two ticks. Um, but the copper bulb actually was a one tick feature. So it could take those changes, it could do, do its function in the space of one tick rather than two. And so, and, and again, if I am just butchering this description or just getting it completely wrong, feel free to tell me in an email and I will correct myself via your email in another episode just so that I'm not misrepresenting this information. Or if I'm getting it right, let me know. I'd love to know (laughs) if I'm getting this right at all. Um, So the Redstone community was very, very excited about this feature when it was initially uh, introduced because of this difference. It, It stood out among Redstone components because it could do its function in a shorter period of time which could lead to some interesting interactions with other redstone uh, components and could do a lot more things with it Uh, in a very controversial move mojang rolled that back and said actually we're going to have this um, match with the other redstone components in that it can only do its function in the space of two ticks instead of one and it just sort of took away this whole positive thing uh so and a lot of people really hated it and i don't really i've not heard anyone speak out favorably about this uh change this revert it wasn't really a revert it was just a change because it was originally introduced as a single tick uh feature so it it just seemed to me like an unnecessary change um you're, they were just taking away something that was good um And I say taking away. Now, I don't want to misrepresent snapshots. Snapshots are not a finished product. And so what you have in a snapshot hasn't actually been given to you. It's not an official part of the game. It is just something that you're seeing the possibility. So Mojang didn't really take away something. They just, um, I guess they took away the possibility of something. And so I don't like that. And I feel like they should just go ahead and roll it back to the way it originally was because it was better and um they might win over a lot more of the community that way um and so that's the copper bulb um but then on the other hand we have the crafter the crafter is just incredible and in fact it's more than incredible it's revolutionary for the game this thing is going to change minecraft uh technical minecraft anyway in ways that um are uh somewhat unprecedented i've heard people talk about the crafter as being sort of it represents a renaissance for technical Minecraft, and I happen to agree. Just the sheer amount of things that are possible now with a crafter, with this single block that you can program and then hook up various sorts of farms to, and get essentially almost anything that you can craft, um, (laughs) it's just mind boggling the amount of things that you're able to do with this one block. And so this is going to be one of those things that, um, almost in the Minecraft community is a historical, uh, thing. It's, it's going to be, it's, it's even more so in my opinion than, uh, elytra i feel like this is going to be something that uh, we're going to see the game change in ways that are just incredible especially when it comes to the technical maybe not outside of that technical sphere so much because of course there are going to be so many people who will never touch the crafter me included i don't have a use for it personally but it will be really really awesome to see people who um mess with redstone and the technical side of the game using this, it'll be amazing to see. So the, the crafter is something that I think that they just knocked out of the park. Um, and then we come to another thing, and this, of course, is controversial simply because of the nature of it. The The mob vote winner, the armadillo. Now, I voted for the armadillo, um, even though at the time I suspected that the technically, the technically right mob to choose would have been the crab. Um, I feel like just functionally the crab offered more than the armadillo and definitely than the penguin. The penguin, in my opinion, was kind of useless. Um, so, but I voted for the armadillo because it was going to bring wool farmer, Um, and I stand by that still kind of halfway, uh, maybe not as strongly as I did before. Um, but I still think that the, the wolf armor, it was just time for that to come into the game in one form or another. And this is something that the community has wanted for a long, long time. And so that's why I voted for the armadillo. Now the armadillo mob just by itself, not, not considering anything that you can do with it, not considering anything that it drops, not considering anything that you can craft from the drops, the armadillo, just as a mob on its own, it's just a nice mob. Like it's just okay. You know, like it's not, it's literally, it's, I would put it on the same level as, I don't know, a tropical fish, honestly. Like it's just nice to, to, to see, oh, there's a, there's a new interesting looking mob there. Cool. Okay. Move on. Like it's, it's cute It inhabits biomes that really, really needed more life in them. So, namely the savanna. Um, That's all cool. It does a funny little thing where it curls up into a block. That's cool. I feel like that should do more, but it's fine. But other than that, there's not much going on for the armadillo. Even the fox kind kind of has more going for it. Because you can get them to trust you. You can give them a sword and they can... They can literally use a um, looting sword or a fire aspect uh, sword and, and you, can turn, you can turn them into a food farm. Like, you can do something with the fox. You can't really do anything with the armadillo as of yet. So the, the, the armadillo is just a nice mob. It's not amazing and it's just, it's just cool to see in the environment. And that's about it. Like, that's really all I have to say about the armadillo thus far. Uh, so that's, that sort of, you know, tinkering side of the game. And then this new mob, uh, let's get into the combat side. So the combat side of the update is and keeping in mind that this ha- has not been released. The update has not been finished. More is coming. So all of this is just up to change. But right now, when I think about the combat side of this update, it is very underwhelming. Um, so the, the things that fit or that they say fits into the combat side of the game, essentially it's the trial chambers and, uh, the new breeze mob, which is a new hostile mob. Um, but I, I just, I I'm not buying it very much. The trial chambers and that includes the breeze to me, those things don't count as a combat update. Uh, the, for the trial chambers, because something like that, Something like that can just simply be built by a player. Um, it, uh, so what the Trial Chambers actually is, even though it's cool and I like it and I'm glad they're adding it, I don't want that to be the combat update. Like that's That's just something that's really, really cool to add to the game. It's a mini-game. It's essentially just a mini-game that they're adding to the game so that we don't have to build it. Um, and that's cool, and that's great, and I, I like the new spawners, and I like the, the breeze, and I like the loot that you're getting from it, but that's not a combat update, that is just a new place to fight, <laughs> that's just a, a, a new stage, it's a new arena with new things to hit, like, that's not a combat update, that's a, com- that's a combat opportunity, um, to update combat, in my opinion, means to add much-needed changes to existing combat features. Um, And what this means is you're not just adding a new place to fight. You're not just adding a new thing to battle. That means Mojang, in order to have a combat update, they need to look at the the stuff that they've already been working on. All the combat update snapshots that they've been doing years ago. They need to bring those back um, and there needs to be a rebalancing of weapons, uh, rebalancing of enchantments and potions and shields and armor. Uh, there needs to be a changing of attack me- mechanics. There needs to be built a, basically a rebuilding of the combat updates so that there isn't one meta that everyone goes to and dominates with. There's different styles that are available and they're all equal. Um, and it's just a preference thing at that point. And there's pros and cons for each option. Like th- that's what a robust combat update would look like is when you don't even have to add anything new. You just have to take what's already there because there's a good number of things that are already there and, the- and then just make them all relevant. Like make them all relevant to the combat um, conversation that we're having. A trident needs to be competent against a highly enchant- enchanted sword that is just not the case right now. And that's why a tridents usually fall behind in popularity. Um, same thing for the axe. I mean, the axe is pretty popular. Um, but at the same time, I feel like the sword just sort of wins out because it's a jack of all trades solution for everything. Uh, the crossbow is kind of, you know, in the community, slightly a joke. Um, even though in my opinion, it's a cool weapon with some cool mechanics it's for some reason, and I've gone over this in the past, in a past episode, when I talked about updating the crossbow, for some reason, the, the, the community just doesn't connect with the crossbow as much as it does the bow. And so these are problems that I feel like a robust, well-thought-out and well-planned combat update would answer and solve. And I hope to see this happen again. This is just my initial thoughts on an update that is half-baked right now because it hasn't come out of the oven yet. I mean, like, they're still working on it, and they're still implementing these changes, and we haven't seen, in my opinion, half of what they have in store for this update. So, uh, yeah, this is just my my thoughts right now, and it, I hope to see that um, we see those snapshots come back in where they were messing around with all of these existing mechanics being changed i hope to see this happen uh very very soon and on top of all of that uh we do have wool farmer and that is the other thing that is sort of a combat related feature for the combat for this combat and tinkering update um while it is something that i think that th- this is the reason why i voted for the armadillo and i stand by that for the most part because it was time for wool farmer to happen um but right now as it is right now it's somewhat disappointing to me. Um, it offers hardly any protection to the wolf in in any meaningful kind of way. Yes, maybe your wolf won't be killed by skeletons and creep uh, and zombies, but it certainly will be killed by creepers, and your wolf will be killed by drowning, and it will be killed by lava, and it will be killed by suffocation. It will be killed by these things. Um, so, it's 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 not doing a big enough. It's, it's not offering, um, the, the level of protection that it needs to offer a wolf in order to make it worthwhile. So they need to make the wolf armor a bit more powerful, uh, make it enchantable and go ahead and make it customizable with trims. I mean, come on, we, that's not too difficult to ask, right? Um, And then don't stop there. Wolf AI and pet AI in general, but let's just stick with wolf right now. Wolf AI needs a major, major overhaul. If they want the wolf to be a worthwhile feature for the players to go after and want to have, and there's a positive for having it, and you're not just babysitting this mob trying to save their life out of every little situation, Because guess what? The wolf is a combat feature. I mean, sure, that's that's completely optional. But like what the wolf does in the game is follow you around. If something attacks you, it attacks that thing. Or if you attack something, it attacks that thing. It is a combat feature. And so it needs to be useful. (laughs) It needs to be worthwhile and relevant to combat. Right now, it just isn't. Right now, it's sort of like taking your baby brother into a fistfight. It's sort of like, well, you have to watch your baby brother. He might help a little bit, (laughs) but he's not going to do any sort of meaningful Uh, things in this fight so that that's how it feels like taking a wolf around and um that just needs to change what needs to happen is when you go into a pvp fight and you're bringing your wolf and this got your wolf armor this enchanted wolf armor people need to start running away from you if they don't also have a wolf because you mean business they need to be scared of your wolf like that needs to be something that it's it's bringing something to the table in a combat situation. It's not just a little uh, nip here and there. And then it's just going to fall off a cliff and die. Or fall into lava and die. Or get blown up by a creeper. Like it needs to bring something meaningful to a combat situation. And it needs to actually be helpful to a player. Ah, so I, I don't mean to be overly negative again. Uh, th- this is not a fully released update. And I want I want to stress that. Like this is just me... This is my thoughts, and honestly, my hopes for what remains to be revealed for this update. I feel like there's a lot of great things that are coming down the line, and I hope that all of these concerns of mine are going to be addressed. And you know what? If they're not, if it it just ends up being, you know, no, this is basically what we have, then that's fine. That's fine. It's not going to meet my expectations. It won't, you know, be my favorite update, but hey, it's okay. I'm not paying for the update and the stuff that they're adding, I like it. So uh it's not really a loss. It's still a gain. It's just not as much as I would have liked, but that's okay. I'm not mad. Um neither should you be. <laughs> uh if anything we should just be happy that we only had to pay for the game once and we get free updates. Not a whole lot of games do that, by the way. So we should be thankful a little bit for that. All right, guys, well, that'll bring us to the end of this update. Send me your questions about Minecraft or your ideas about Minecraft or your theories. Anything you have about Minecraft. If you have an idea about Minecraft or a theory or speculation that you're just really excited about, send it to me and I want to talk about it. To uh, so digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. The music featured on this podcast was created by Miles Roxalot and I've been your host, Rebel JC. Until next episode, everybody, keep digging straight down. I will see you at Bedrock.